Hello, I'm Kaylee, And I'm Evie. And we are two gals here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love. Twice a month, prepare for no filter and pure honesty, covering everything from improving your mental health to discovering your body. Literally the best, a conversation with just the two of us discussing our first times and our worst times. Mm-hmm. Let's get down to the juicy stuff. <laughs> well, I've uh, got quite the list, which is a little bit sad. Mine were, I've, I think I've had so many, they've all just gone into one. So we'll see what I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've got plenty of... Uh experiences to talk about talk about draw upon so why not start with our first times mm-hmm. yes you want me to go or do go you, on, you go, go first <laughs> <laughs> all right well i mean uh mine started i think i think i had just turned 16 probably a little bit before um Obviously, we won't be mentioning any names, but if they're mm. listening, they'll know. They'll know for sure. <laughs> well, this guy, I was convinced. Oh, I was convinced I was in love. He was like my best friend. Uh, but actually, we'd only been dating for about a month before it happened. Classic young love. Um, I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he used to sell weed out of his garage, his dad's garage as well. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Bad boy. Um, yeah, that was me all goody goody. So I was like, oh my god, this is so exciting. I'm one of them now. I'm so cool, finally. <laughs> when most of my uh, my uh, secondary school experience was just me reading a book under a tree on my own. <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> Fine. Sculpted me as an adult. I fall. I love it. Um, well, surprisingly, um, he it wasn't his first time. I feel like I should say that he was unfortunately quite well known for his uh promiscuity mm-hmm. but surprisingly he was very sweet about it very gentle i don't, don't feel like he rushed me and he had plenty of condoms and he thought about everything i think he might have even used like a tiny bit of lube uh i definitely needed more but that's amazing it, you know, though. it helped a little bit well yeah i think he was a bit of a fiend <laughs> ah you knew he knew what he was doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. I, actually, he was uh, the the guy in our school known for having a flashlight at fifteen. It was a which, looking oh, wow. back, everyone made fun of him for. But now I fully support that. Like, I wish every guy could have yeah. one, just because just a girl should have a vibrator so they could look after themselves. Um. So yeah, he was very well mm-hmm. prepared. I'm sure he had lots of experience uh, putting things in places. So it it was all right. Um. I remember it being a bit uncomfortable very uncomfortable actually and I remember I was just sort of excited for it to happen but I just laid there just like waiting for it to sort of be over so I I didn't Mm. move I didn't make a sound I wasn't really engaged in the whole thing I was glad it was happening it was fully consensual but I wasn't like and I didn't enjoy it Mm -hmm. I remember walking home afterwards I was like strutting down the street like I am a woman I feel so good (laughs) 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 but it was not pleasant at all so I think I bled though but I think it was painful um Mm -hmm. so the whole thing you know I was glad it happened and I was looking forward to doing it again so that was on my I think my first time I remember it's so stupid I remember the exact day but it was a Tuesday 
And then I went back round to his house on the Friday and did it again, and it hurt a little bit less, but I was still, like, silent like a plank. You know, he must have felt a bit mm. weird doing that, but I was too nervous. Um, oh, but yeah. then, the thing that ruined the whole thing, because otherwise I feel like it would have been a nice first time, uh, he didn't talk to me for the whole of the weekend, so Saturday and Sunday I didn't hear a word out of him. And I was, like, heartbroken. Oh. Like, I'm so... Did I do something wrong? What happened? Uh, and then on the Monday, he broke up with me, said he was still in love with his ex. And, um, oh, for God's sake. I know. <laughs> just stemmed which at, which but, at that age is literally the end of the world. Cause end of the world. You fall in love yeah. within a month. You're getting married. Mm-hmm. You've planned your children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I was heartbroken. Mm. I thought, you know, this is it. This is amazing. And then after that, I became suspicious of everybody's exes. And it's not their fault. It was obviously started because of this one stupid 15-year-old boy. And then I found out uh, from one of his friends, actually, that he had been sleeping with his ex-girlfriend all over the weekend, so, whilst we were still together. Which, oh, my so God. I felt very betrayed, you know, it was... Thank it God was he terrible, was prepped with the condoms, experience. though. Yeah. I, yeah, thank yeah. God, because I've heard some rumours since then about things he's contracted, which is absolutely fine, but at 15, um, I probably wasn't thinking about that, which I should have been, but I was more nervous about mm. the actual act. I wouldn't... I don't know... I don't know if I would have said no if he just didn't have any condoms. Because I was just like, okay, it's going to happen. I love him so much. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm ready. Because although you might look back on it and think, oh, I hate him. But at the time, you did probably did feel ready. And that's kind of what Mm. matters. Um, Yeah, I absolutely did feel ready. And um, I was, yeah, heartbroken. And a few years later, I think we ended up sleeping together again. And it, as now at this point, I'd already had sex a few times. I felt way more confident, and I realised I didn't enjoy any of it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't mm. for me. He's actually on my list of, under worst times as well. We'll get to that. Um, but it ended up, I was <laughs> poor just guy. Grateful. Hi, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice guy. He is a nice guy. I forgave him, and he was a. Uh, he did feel terrible, so I'm not. I completely still very him. young. It's fine now. Still very young, yeah, and he he had his own own problems, I'm sure. So, and I'm all good now. So, I'm glad it happened, because um, I feel very confident in myself now. It's all good. It's a life mm-hmm. experience, but at the time, oh, it broke me. Yeah, the first ones mm. are probably the hardest. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for which sure. probably leads on to my first time. <laughs> I was uh, again quite quiet. Uh, the person who took my virginity, if virginity is a thing, um, was he was older than me. He was a year above, which obviously at school he may as well have been 10 years older because um, it's such a dramatic <laughs> so age exciting. difference. Um, yeah, I think at the time it is. we started going out, I was like nearly 15 or whatever, and um, he was 16. So, mm. yeah, and he was a bad boy, like he was known for it. And I'd never had any boys Ooh. give me any attention. So he came along, gave me attention, and I was just like, oh, my God, he's the one. And I fell for all that stupid stuff. <laughs> and um, actually, he was probably the most toxic person I've ever been out with. But um, Oh, no. Yeah, it was all nice. I was like, like you said, I thought I was head over heels in love. Um, but he was very pressuring. Mm. It was all about, oh, his mates have already done this. His mates have done this with a girl. It was all about scoring points with his mates. And looking back, if I could tell myself, I'd be like, Evie, what the hell are you doing? Because, 
if any outsider would look in and see these doesn't give a shit about you he's trying to score points um but equally in my girl group i was the one that was known because i was the only one that had a boyfriend i was one that was like, oh my god she's like having sex she's doing mm. all this stuff when actually i don't think i'd done anything at that point so they were all wondering what i'd done that was like i had both sides wanting to know what we'd done very immature and um so I he like had his Xbox in his like we called it like a dungeon but it was just like the <laughs> cellar and it was where we would like chill and stuff and um he had like announced that we were going to have sex and I was terrified I don't know if I fully mm. wanted it but um he was like well everybody's doing it everybody's doing it oh. and it wasn't that bad the only thing was is he- he had like a horse penis. So oh God! <laughs> Hopefully he's not listening to this because he'll probably be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." But I think that made it a lot worse because well, it was the first time I'd ever seen one, and I thought that was the normal size. So when it happened, I was very like, "Oh my God, I don't think I can do this yeah. ever again." Yeah. Um. So obviously it hurt, oh. but we didn't. We used condom. We didn't have any lube. We. I think I thought at that age, lube was for old people. Uh, yeah, I for sure did too. Um. So yeah, it was quite sore. Mm. But I felt relieved when I had done it, which is probably not the best way to go about it. You should be ready. Um, and I feel like even if I waited a few weeks, I probably would have been ready. And um, once it had happened, I did. I was happy and stuff like that. Um, that ended how they usually do. They che- He cheated on me. But um, that's the classic. And then that's when I was like, oh, my world is over. But um, of course, you realise that you actually deserve a lot better. And... Um, I now look back and I'm very glad. I'm always glad that I had that because I learned a lot of lessons. But um, I do think uh, maybe I should have waited. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. That's the thing because whilst I feel like I was ready, probably wasn't meant to have happened with him. I feel like if I had... Maybe, maybe if we'd just been together like a month longer so I felt more confident in being... Um, like naked mm. in front of someone or oh yeah i had to turn the lights off it had to be pitch black yeah, yeah. i was like don't look at me whereas now i'm like <laughs> <"Woo!"> <laughs> and mum was like in the middle of the day so you know he could see me and i, I was just sort of under a blanket but yeah mm. uh yeah i don't feel like i had the confidence in myself but i was ready to actually have sex mm. it's, that is the main thing if anyone is listening to this and they haven't there is no specific age you should. Because I felt like when I was younger, I was like, oh my God, if I hit 16 and I haven't had sex, oh, when really, like, everybody matures at different ages. Definitely boys. Mm. And I think definitely boys shouldn't have been having him that that young. Um, and you should have it when you feel ready. And if you don't feel ready till 25, like, that's not an issue. It's not like a thing that you have to complete. And you don't... You feel like, oh, I'm going to feel like this new person, but really, it's just... I, I always found, I don't know about you, Kaylee, but I find um, blowjobs and like people going down on you, that way more, that's way more scary than um, actual having sex, because I feel like sex isn't as intimate, but it's obviously got that big label... Yeah, I completely agree. Because I feel like when you're in, when you're having sex, their their attention is a bit split. They're more like, especially when you're younger, they might not necessarily be thinking about your pleasure, that kind of thing. It's more like they're going down on you because they think that they're supposed to, or you're going to give them a blowjob because that's what you've heard you're supposed to do. Yes, it was all about step by steps that you have to do. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. What, what's the what's the format for a teenage sex? <laughs> what base am I on? <laughs> yeah. What uh, what stories is he going to tell his friends? Because it was more like mm. male centered, as it as it oft is when you're young and you're a little bit inexperienced. But um, I don't blame that. That's literally yeah, so, what they have been brought up on. It's what they. Oh think, yeah, is it's it? not their fault. No. Yeah. But yeah, when you're when you're having sex, they're sort of like more focused on what they're doing, and you're focusing on what you're doing or what sounds you're making, because obviously you're thinking overthinking everything, so you can't really mm-hmm. enjoy it to the max. Whereas if they're going down on you, you're laying there like. God, um, do I look okay? Did I shave? You know, you know, have I got any like ingrown hairs? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Does it does it taste okay? Is he enjoying this? Do I make sounds? What sound am I making? Am I too quiet? Am I too loud? That's what's happening mm. in my head when I was younger. Yeah, and if I'd like watched porn, I thought, oh my god, I'm meant to moan like this. Am I meant to be that loud? Like, yeah. uh, is am I meant to be <laughs> this shaven? Like, do I need to? And 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 I guess because yeah. that's what all boys think that's what they think we should look like so oh, yeah could go on about it for hours really <laughs> and I didn't enjoy it because I was worrying about everything and I was sort of like oh, come up come up and um, we're done here like I'm just just letting them do it because they wanted to do it I wasn't there like mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to really love like sitting on your face or you going down on me but it just wasn't enjoyable because they were either it was my fault Partly as well, because I was overthinking it, so it was all in my head, mm. but I was also wasn't telling them what I liked or, um, oh, we're actually not anywhere near my clit right now. <laughs> but you just sort mm. of let them do it. I was like, okay, well, yeah, it, it took me years to even let somebody go down on me. Because mm. um, I just, I was just, I couldn't relax. Like, obviously, orgasms, like we've said in previous posts, are definitely a lot, like, quite heavy on the mental side and if all, all I was worrying about is how my vagina looked I was like oh my god um because yeah. I, I I don't look at that and think or I didn't think like oh wow because they're not really pretty are they I mean they're an amazing thing but then <laughs> in my eyes I don't think they're that pretty <laughs> they can be so pretty I suppose you have to be a bit attracted to them to think that they're beautiful I think they I think they can look mm. really lovely yeah but I wasn't comfortable with for years for people just even looking at it because all I was worried about is what they thought like if it tasted bad or whatever yeah. and then I couldn't relax so it took me quite a while but then once I got over that uh, I love it and um, <laughs> a partner I'm with right now obviously you probably <laughs> you won't mind me saying this but he had <laughs> he was we were talking and he had gone down on people like twice like ages ago and had a bad mm. time the poor girl probably didn't have the right I think she had pH balance was off and um, mm. he said the taste was just so bad that he couldn't do it again and he'd almost developed a fear so he just couldn't oh. go down on girls and so when I met him like we spoke because I'm very like about t- now I am talking about what I mm. like what does he like just communication because then you don't you, you don't get the bad sex and you both know what you both like and yeah yeah get straight to the point and he was terrified to do it I don't think we he we did it for like a couple of months and I was like it's completely fine like when you're ready da, da, da. but that also made me nervous again because I was like oh my god what if I taste bad like so then I was nervous about it and it got into like a bit of a thing that we just didn't do but then one day I don't know if we were a little bit tipsy but I don't know he was just like I'm gonna do it and it was the it was like the best head I've ever had um and yeah now he's like amazing like I'll just sit on his face and stuff so I feel like Aww. It's not just girls, it's it's boys as well. <laughs> and it can be just from like one time that then you feel like, oh, I can't do that again. 
So it's definitely, it's all about taking it at your own pace. Yeah, yeah. And there's no right or wrong thing. It's all about communication. Yes. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, talking things through is a, a recent thing for me to be able to do before I was too nervous or I was like, this is awkward. Mm-hmm. It takes a romance out of it. But actually, it sparked a bunch of things. So I'm trying new things all the time. Um, my current partner, he was reluctant to let anyone go down on him. Like, he would let it happen, but the whole time he said he was thinking, like, they can't be enjoying this. They're only doing it because they know I like it. So then he was, like, nervous about finishing, um, that kind of thing. Whereas, yeah. So I just really want him to get out of that show, and now, you know, he can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I also do it because I, I like to do it as well. Yes, definitely. You've got, to, you've got to enjoy what you're doing, and don't do anything that you're not comfortable with, you don't enjoy... And that's it's just because yes. you might have been told that's what happens during sex. That's not necessarily like some people like when you're younger, you think, oh, right, we've got to start with head. Yeah. And then it's got to have sex. It's got to lead with this. But no, like sometimes I'll have sex and there's no penetration involved. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just what, yeah, it's whatever you guys enjoy. And that might not be what you enjoy with every partner. Your wants might change with each partner. And that's completely OK, too. Absolutely. Well, Hmm. we've talked about some really good times in our lives. So let's go back to the worst times. Let's get that out there. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, I don't think I've got an absolute... Do you want to start, Kayleigh? Yes, yeah, I'll start. I don't think I've got an absolute worst time. I've got a bunch of pretty bad times. Mm, Same. (laughs) Let's have a look. Um, There was one guy who was someone that I met in a nightclub and I... I think we sort of knew each other through other people. Um, I remember thinking he was maybe mm. the most beautiful man I'd ever seen. He looked <laughs> he looked a lot like Thor. Like, he was just so chiseled and so huge, and he Ooh. had this long blonde hair. Oh, God, I don't know what it was. I was just hooked, like, what is this Adonis? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, he also knew that he was ah. beautiful. And he uh, took his hair off his ponytail as if in slow-mo. Oh, God. Slid it back up. And he did this about four or five times in one conversation. Um, I also realised that we had zero in common. Mm. Um, uh, and he wasn't the brightest, the most beautiful man I'd ever seen for sure, but he wasn't. Oh, he was yes. an idiot. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, all my jokes fell flat, so I, you know that's a bad yes. sign. You're not, you're not compatible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really funny. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. so we found, he was staying with someone in their one bedroom flat and looking back like, oh, so I find, I wish I hadn't done this cause I, I would hate it if I had a friend staying and they brought someone back to have sex on my couch. I would, I'd be livid out of respect. I know some people don't mind, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't enjoy it. Um, so I went back to his friend's house, his friend's flat and on the sofa, we sort of started to get down to it. I was a little bit drunk, so you know, the details are kind of fuzzy. I think we just sort of jumped into it. It wasn't the most enjoyable thing because we weren't very compatible anyway. Um, I was just, like, mm. in awe of how beautiful this man was. Um, and then I felt something dripping on me. We were sort of a missionary. And I was like, what's happening? I looked down. It was a bit dark, but I looked down and realised oh. I was covered in blood. <laughs> covered. He had had a nosebleed right from the start and I hadn't noticed and just drenched oh me oh my god I, like and then i looked up and it was it was on my going on my face and everything this was awful and i realized the sofa we were having sex on was a white sofa oh no 
awful. Was it leather or was it? I think it was leather. I think so. Oh, thank God. It was terrible. I had to go up and like try and wipe as much blood off as I could. And then Mm. I was like, that was awful. And I was like, do I go? And then he was like, come on, come back over. And then I think we're just about to. And he put his head on my stomach and then he just passed out. I was just pinned there underneath him and he had just fallen asleep on my stomach. I'm laying there like, what the hell is happening? (laughs) What what a terrible experience. I got up and grabbed my stuff and I I think it was like a half an hour walk away from my house. And um, I gathered all my stuff and I just walked barefoot barefoot home at like four half four in the morning. Walk of shame. Never, never again. You have to be compatible. You have to sort of mm. figure out what you're getting yourself into i should have known yes. you know the third time he put his hair up in a ponytail in a nightclub that it wasn't gonna work oh god yeah i feel like yeah. with me all my worst times have been when they've been drunk or mm. when i've been trying to get over somebody and i thought oh yeah i'm yeah. gonna get on top of somebody that'll help uh <laughs> usually meet them on tinder that's never a good sign um and yeah and when you sometimes even when you do get on with them but it's because you've had a drink and then you get into bed and Mm. you're like actually why am I having sex like do I actually want this or is this just happening because like that's what rather eat a subway in bed yeah Yeah. (laughs) like I remember I went on this date I know talking about worst times but I went on this my only good tinder date and we had like amazing time he ended up going back to America the day after so you know but um and we ended up just eating chicken nuggets on the floor outside Mackey's and that's scrappy as hell but that was like <laughs> one of my best dates <laughs> like any date that involves Aww. food and um yes yeah 100%. yeah yeah definitely um I think my worst times have definitely made me realize what I want and um yeah. what I don't want um Mm, yeah yeah i'm trying to think God, they just i think some of them were just so like oh well you know and you're just like why did i do that you feel really shit afterwards yeah. you've kind of just your brain's just gone now nah, we're just going to remove these from your brain you don't need these in your life <laughs> I, I worry about how many things my brain has decided to forget <sighs> god yeah like i'd say quite a, a bad one i don't know if it's a bit too close to our to us kaylee but in fiji when we went away <laughs> <laughs> oh i remember evie i remember oh god um i obviously me and kaylee lived on a island in fiji in this like basic little camp um for i was for a couple of months she was there for six months and um mm. i think at this point it was near the end wasn't it yes um luckily <laughs> i'm quite a sexual person i think since i've been like 15 16 i don't think i've gone longer than a month without sex oh damn um (laughs) so at this point it was nearly two like it was yeah it was well over a month and um i was like i need it and um bear in mind none (laughs) of us yeah none of us had yeah none of us had drunk either like alcohol uh, alcohol was forbidden on this island yes it's illegal well there's no police Mm. but it's not allowed um and there's this uh, resort on the other, like, about... How long away is it? It's about an hour walk, uh, depending yeah. on high tide or low tide, because you do have mm. to swim through the stream to get there, don't you? Yes, it's very um, rustic. Yes, very <laughs> It's one word life. to put it. Yeah, and anyway, we <laughs> went there and we were like, you know what, we're going to have a drink. And, um, yeah, there's one boy on camp. I don't think he'd, again, 
one of those. Oh, he was himself. beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful man, beautiful. But he knew but, it. <laughs> oh, he knew it. He would, you know, he'd. Put, I think the first day he got there, he like dramatically ripped off his top and just stood yeah, there. Sardin like, pull-ups. The, oh, God, don't. And the first one was like, what a fucking dickhead. But then I think yeah. staring at those abs for like a solid month just got to me. Uh, he was also anyway. very clever, like yes. a genius. Yes. Yeah, like almost one of those real clever people that, I don't know, it was quite hard to talk to. Uh, anyway, we had nothing in common. Um, yeah. It was just, we both got drunk <laughs> and it kind of just happened. But um, it was like rolling around in the mud in the jungle. It was... <laughs> It's very um, dramatic. <laughs> but I think I realised when... Because we were both very, like... Neither of us could consent to this. Neither of us should have been having sex at all. Um, I barely remember it. Mm. I don't think he remembers it. Um, we were both nearly blackout, basically. So I think halfway through, I realised what was happening and didn't want it to happen. Um, and then I was like, mm. what have I done? And emotions are heightened on this island. We're all together. There's... um very little internet unless you go like to the bottom near the sea so every, everything's just like heightened and i think i came running up to kaylee who was eating cake um <laughs> living her best life which is what i should have been doing and yeah, was just crying like hairspray with some of the other gals <laughs> yeah oh, which is what i should have been doing and i was covered in mud <laughs> i was crying i was like what is going on what have i done I oh i gave you a yeah. cuddle cleaned you up told you it'd be all right but mm. I feel like that you really learn after that. What you, oh yes, you knew what you wanted. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, so that was bad, probably. But... Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even comment on the sex. That's how drunk we were. Um, yeah. Which is not good. Um, but was, yeah. What's the point in having sex when you're like when you can't enjoy it? You don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you really aware if you're consenting? Was he really aware of his consent? Yeah, nobody I mean, was. What, yeah, what pleasure <laughs> nobody could you knew possibly where we were. be doing? <laughs> yeah. You could barely stand up. How could you? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but, um, know, but you live and you learn. That is the point of that story. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And, um, oh, I've lost my trail of thought. I'm just having horrible flashbacks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, oh. I do think it was it was a learning curve. It happened, and... It wasn't like that when I wanted to stop, it didn't. There was nothing, like, um, bad about... Like, I couldn't comment on the sex, basically. But I think alcohol, it plays a massive factor in my, in my bad times. Um, mm. And as I'm learning, I just... People, in general, should not be having sex if they're really drunk and no one can consent. Um, it's how all sorts of problems arise. The sex is never good. I find men really struggle to come. Obviously, not all of them. Um, but yeah. a lot can struggle to get hard when they've had a drink. Um, come. All the other bits Yeah, and or bobs. to maintain emotions as well. Yeah, yeah. And or sometimes they go for so long that I'm like, I, I want this to stop now. Like, this is too long. I'm dead. <laughs> I want my greasy food in bed now. I'm bored. But, um, I'm raw. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. I also I ca- I cannot reach orgasm if I'm if I've had a drink. So really, it's just a recipe for disaster. No, alcohol. No, me either. Yeah, but um, I yeah, guess it gives it you is. that confidence. So I'm not that confident. I don't, I think I'm a lot better now. But um, I kind of used probably sixteen, seventeen. I used alcohol as a way of meeting people because mm. it gave me the courage to talk to people so I think that's why a lot of my sexual experiences were drunk because I'd actually had the courage to maybe say that first word or 
come on to them yeah. or you know so but you know like you say you learn learning curve big old learning curves learning which i probably learn. say that exactly. and then do it again but <laughs> as long as i learn one day <laughs> well i mean yeah going from live and you learn i've learned that i have to communicate what i do or do not like otherwise i'll just i won't be able to enjoy it and i remember that i had a boyfriend um but, uh, he he wasn't my type. The only reason I think I was sort of gotten into this because he was in a band. And immediately I was like, he's like no mm. other boyfriend I've ever had. <laughs> this is so exciting. He would take off the I'm list. Groupie. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was, it's like I needed to get like, it's like bingo squares. Like, oh, have I, have I done a band member yet? <laughs> okay, well, this is the time. <laughs> but yes. it's just as soon as someone that everyone's, I think it's everyone's staring at him on stage everyone's cheering him on but then he is looking at me giving me all the attention that was like a, a rush for me and i was immediately like yes this is it this is the one um because i mean he was very interesting he was very stoic very um spiritual but i realized i didn't really have mm. anything proper to say to him i like to be a bit silly i like to be stupid but i do also like those um conversations um yeah mm. it was just hard to have a normal conversation which i think should have been i think was probably what attracted me in the first place he's so different he's so wow wow oh but <laughs> i realize and this is where i say that penis size it doesn't mean everything of course there is a great deal you no, can no. do but this was a this was years ago i was quite young i didn't know what to do and it was my first experience with um an exceptionally small penis uh, like like it may as well have been micro um and i'm not not bashing that absolutely i'm not bashing that because if i would if we had a really good connection and um we explored all the other things we could do then i'm sure it would have been great but mm -hmm. i feel like me and him were never going to work in the first place it was only like a rush that he was yeah. in a band so i was like following him around so but he was a very sexual person which is great because it meant that I explored a few more things that I probably wouldn't have if he wasn't um, introducing them. Like, um, he really wanted to explore rimming. Um, mm. But because we didn't have a great deal in common and we didn't have such good communication, I was uncomfortable with a lot of... It's quite an intimate thing. It's such an intimate thing. And he wanted to try all these things. He, I'm not a very um, crass person in that I won't say... I'm not very vocal in bed. Like, I make the moans. I, like, I have a lovely time, but I'm not going to be there like, yeah, fuck me, fuck me right in the pussy, that kind of thing. Like, I don't say pussy. I don't. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, I love your cock. Like, I don't say it. It just doesn't sound right. Oh, God. I think I just am too British. Yeah. I just, I can't, I can't do it. It feels wrong coming out of my mouth. Like, fuck, mm. it's just wrong. Um, the noise, the words have got to come out that you're thinking them, not that it's a, it's not a, yeah. A performance. Yeah. I forgot the word then. And yeah. uh, he made me very uncomfortable because he was like, "Just say it. Just say pussy. Just say pussy. P say pussy right now." And it really irks mm. me that he was pressuring me into saying something that I was uncomfortable with. And I know it's just a word. I could have just said pussy, but he wanted me to say like, "I want you to lick my pussy," and I didn't want to say it. I just couldn't. <laughs> and he 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 did this almost every time. Like, oh, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go out for dinner until you say 
pussy. And I'm like, leave me alone. I was just so, it made me so mad. But I was like, you know, am I just overreacting? Like, you know, he's, it's only a word. He's just having a laugh. And I was always making these excuses like, well, also he lived in Bristol. So I would go up from where I lived and stay with him for a week. So, you know, I got there on the Monday and and he was doing this and I was like, it'll be awkward if I like make a scene, like I'm going to be here for a whole week. So I was like, Mm. So I'd give in sometimes, but it made me so uncomfortable. And I should have just left there and then. I should have known that this this isn't working. I'm not having a good time, but I just... Or to- yeah, or told him. Yeah, or just... yeah. I did say, like, I don't like it. Don't make me. Please don't make me. And he just wouldn't wouldn't let up. He was oh, like, God. oh, don't be like that. Come on. Don't... And I'm looking back, like... It... Yeah, that's not good because no, yeah. After... consent isn't just about sex. Yeah. If you say no... Like, yeah. no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to say this. Then he should under- respect your decision. Yeah, and I'm very, very fierce and um, fierce about that now. If uh, Even if Ben's, like, tickling me, I'll be mm. like, no, don't do that, and he'll stop. And I'll be like, thank you, because we have the communication there and we respect each other. Whereas I don't know, I don't even think he knew that he was being mm. disrespectful, and I hated it. Um, but he wanted to try a bunch of things, and I remember he... Um, he thought it'd be fun because he was a bit of a kook. He wanted. He thought it'd be really fun if he put like biscuits in his butt crack, and he wanted me to like. Oh my eat god! Because <laughs> <laughs> he wanted. I know it's so weird. Well, it's not weird if it's with somebody you like. If if it's with somebody you feel close to, and you think and you you're into that, then yeah. But yeah. If it's someone you're not feeling. He was mm. very keen. Yeah, he was very keen on introducing food into the bedroom, which in theory is so exciting and so fun but I just wasn't feeling it I told him that I was a bit uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with it I don't want to do it um he got like a chocolate digestive and he wedged it in his butt crack and then he went on all fours because he wanted to be ruined and he was like lick lick the chocolate lick the chocolate however he's so confident he was very confident which I really should have admired I think I admired it a little bit and uh no 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 I mean like a bit like not in a good way like oh it was no it was a bit forceful not forceful but pressure the pressure was there if you told him you didn't want to then that's not fair yeah 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 and I think that's what spurred me on to be a lot more confident and forward with how I'm feeling um but also melted chocolate looks a lot like poo in that area when oh you're god. just first rooming someone it put me off so and then much. you all you think about is poo <laughs> oh my god I hated the whole thing after after I did it once I was like that's it I'm never doing that to anyone ever again I, I'm leaving this man <laughs> and um mm. oh my god it was so horrible I have since done it and I had a lovely time but that was when I was consenting a bit more uh, when I talked about it and when yeah. I had a better connection with someone but uh but with this guy oh it's something that I um have always I've always had a massive fear of men's buttholes I don't know why <laughs> I just feel like men aren't very obviously not all of them but a lot of them aren't very clean like clean oh my god I can't speak <laughs> Hygienic? Uh, yeah, their personal hygiene isn't always the best. Or, I mean, even if it is, the butt crack gets sweaty, you know. It's very hard unless you're literally washing and then jumping in the bedroom to keep that area, you know, nice and fresh. So I think, and the hair, I've always had, like, a big fear. I don't know. But now, ever since, like, being... And I've never, ever wanted to try it. It's never been something I'm into. But what, more exploring, like, what men can feel when, like, with prostate and orgasms through that and it's like the um most I've communicated in a relationship so I feel like because I want to um please them it's something I'd actually want to do now so I think yeah it also depends with how comfortable you feel and how much if you like proper like like them or love them 
um, <laughs> then I feel like sexually you want to do whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, well, to a degree, but you know, <laughs> like you want to please them. <laughs> I understand. I feel like we're, now we're in quite good, loving relationships. Suddenly I feel more comfortable stepping out of my comfort zone as does he he's doing things that when we first met i didn't think he would ever be into which is really nice because it means our sex life is sort of growing and developing as our relationship is Mm. so it's never getting boring i mean i mean long-term relationships obviously you get lulls but we're always finding it quite easy to pick it back up make it more exciting um i feel like we should do a whole podcast you know about just like a whole episode about keeping the spark alive because that's a good one um, yes we'll, we'll get them on <laughs> we'll get yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's brilliant because just communication like even sometimes just talking about things that we've never done um like mm. um swinging that kind of thing op- opening up that sort of branch of communication that suddenly is like igniting a different spark even if we don't do it we're talking mm. about it and it's exciting imagine that imagine that even oh, if the talking yeah. is yeah and yeah. so suddenly, yeah, you know, I feel like my eyes are open. Before I was like, you know, because will it be enough? Like, what if it gets boring? What if he doesn't like doing this? What if I don't like doing this? Or what if this doesn't mm. work? It doesn't matter now because we're all finding constant ways. Yeah, all the ifs. But I'm trying to get out of my head more and it, it, it works. Mm-hmm, definitely. And I feel yeah. like people listening who feel like maybe they're like, oh, I haven't got that. Like, just remember, like... Sit- I haven't been with my partner very long, like just nearly a year. And before that, and before that, mm. like I was just a mess. And I, this has taken <laughs> a long journey. Like I'm talking since I was like 15, 16 to now I'm like 21. Still very young, I know. But I feel like I've come so far in that respect. Yeah. And it's just like a journey. You can't expect to have the communication, or if you, especially if you've been brought up with the lack of sex education we did. And the lack of communication where sex is such a taboo, um, we don't talk about it, then it is a big journey that you have to come, almost like self-realisation, that um, it, it, you can talk about it, you need to talk about it, it's about everybody's pleasure and um, you're not going to get it right every time. It's like a learning curve, which we said a lot in this episode, but it is. And yeah, you, you, <laughs> it's it, so you important, can't, though. Yeah, you can't get it right first time and it takes a while, but equally... If you start teaching yourself from a young age to not um, speak like that, like not shame, um, communicate, Mm. then, yeah, you are kind of speeding up the process. Yeah, I know that some of the things I spoke about I said were weird or maybe uncomfortable, but that's not shaming. That's just, you know, everyone's Mm. got their own things. And I'm glad that I've had some very random experiences because now I feel like I can say anything to my partner and it didn't happen overnight Uh, we've been together three years next week and I'd say only in the last year and a half maybe two that I've actually been able to open up about all the things I'm into all the Mm -hmm. things he's into and it take it does take time Um, and everybody is different but that's okay Mm -hmm. everybody's different yeah yes well I feel like we've covered a great deal in this one so this is good there are probably some more ridiculous stories, but I'm sure we can tag them onto another podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll do some best times as well, or like mm. well, we kind of did include some but, yeah. for sure. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, if anyone has any stories as well, we'd really love to share them. Uh, any questions? Because it yes. really helps us um, see it from other people's point of view. We've 
mostly just us two, but we do speak to some of our friends. But we'd really love it if other people could give us some insight. Um, mm-hmm. And if you have and any funny stories, followers now. Oh yeah, yes. yes. We started a last month. followers. That's last mad. Oh, in a month. I love you all. Thank you so much. We're mm-hmm. obviously Evie's always doing her doodles, so she's bringing you wonderful original content <laughs> every day. Like you just don't stop. Oh, I've got um, to keep busy in this you know, pandemic. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be doing some something exciting soon mm-hmm. a diary of some sort that i would like everyone to you know if you want to come along with it with me why not let's it's do gonna it be very interesting very yes. interesting yeah and i can't i can't wait to get started um so we'll do a lot more stories and everything about that soon mm-hmm. and if you yeah like we said if you have any stories like funny sex stories or ridiculous mm. ones or ones that you or know horrendous you learn from, stories yeah we can yeah. share them obviously anonymously if you prefer but um yeah of course yeah of course anonymous oh well thank you so much we would be here even without you because we just love having a chat about sex Mm. it's so good that you're here along for the ride and if it helps you then that's a win-win for us we're just having a lovely chat about sex Mm. yeah Yeah, it's a saturday we're having a good time you know Mm. i'm in my moddy body pants i'm comfortable i'm chilling this is a dream come true I'm in my beach dress <laughs> pretending that I'm on the beach, but it's actually like raining outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's anyway. Weather, but I kind of like it when it's gloomy because I feel very cozy. Yes, yes. Right. Until right next then. time. Well, until next time. Love you all. Bye bye. <laughs> Love you. Goodbye.